In today's Live Treasured podcast, the Christian culture of the quick, instant fix that gets in the way of true inner transformation. Ready? Let's do this. beautiful, amazing women. I want to give you a big welcome to the Live Treasured podcast. I'm Eileen Thompson, founder of Treasured Ministries. And inside of this podcast, we teach you those timeless biblical truths that can heal soul hearts. I hope you are having a great day. You know, it's always a great day to be walking with God, to be serving God. And God wants to bring us from glory to glory to glory. His will for our life is joy and peace. And you know something, uh, many years ago, I would hear that inside of sermons. I would certainly uh, get that message throughout worship songs, and I was completely frustrated. And I was frustrated because I was trying so hard to capture this goal of inner healing, I was done with my anxiety. I didn't want to feel depressed anymore. You know, I was struggling with something called codependency and I was ready to be free. And so I thought, because this is what was being taught to me, this is what I was hearing, this is what I was seeing um, inside of books that I read, that there was this promised Um, quick, instant fix. And so for years, you know, I would cram my shelves full of these Christian self-help books. And what I would think every time somebody would tell me about a book they had read on whatever it was, like how to find joy, how to find peace, you know, this inside of your marriage, whatever it was, I would think to myself, you know what, this is going to be the book. This book, when I buy this book, I'm going to have my joy back again. I'm going to have my heart back again. When I get this book and when I finish reading this book, I'm not going to struggle with people pleasing and codependency anymore. And so I kept on buying these books. And not only that, but man, I was very diligent and I was a reader and I was like, you, if you give me a plan, a three-step plan to get rid of mine, sign me up. And so I was faithful to read these books that were written by these talented, amazing authors and they would always benefit me just a little bit, but that inner healing that I was looking for, that I felt God had promised me in his word, it seemed like this never-ending chase that I could never capture. And I felt like there must be something wrong with me. I felt like a big failure in my walk with God. And I would look around at other people and say, well, they never struggle with this, right? Or this person never struggles with that. What is wrong with me? 
Can you relate to that? And you may be asking yourself, well, Eileen, were you in Bible study? Were you just, you know, reading book? And the answer is yes. Yes, I was in Bible study. I was in a great Bible study. And every week I would go to the Bible study. We would get questions and then we would get commentary um, written by the author. And I was very, very faithful to do my study every single week week because y'all I'm a rule follower right and maybe you can relate to that and yet I still remained frustrated and I was frustrated and confused because while I had faith and was trying so hard this idea of inner healing seemed like a never-ending chase that I just could not capture Can you relate? Can you relate to that? I mean, you know, these books that promise, right? Break free from your anxiety or, you know, walk, um, walk in joy and gratitude. And, and they promise us all these things and we buy the book and we read it and we do what they tell us to do. And we still remain frustrated You know, the truth remained. Unless I connected to the healer, I would continue to search for healing. I didn't need to read more words. I needed God's living word to reach my soul. And see, when you connect to Jesus, the healer, because he is the only one that heals, right? And my problem was, that And these authors that wrote these books, they were probably pointing me to Jesus, but I would just hang on. I was looking at the wrong source. I was hanging on to a process or a person the way somebody else did it. But who is the source of healing? It's Jesus. And when Jesus heals, even if there is a deliverance in an area in our life, There will always be discipleship that follows. After deliverance, there's always discipleship. And so connecting with the healer, which is the only way for that lasting transformation, that means I must lose these expectations for the quick inner fix. And I just hope today, today's message just brings a word really of hope and healing and perhaps these false expectations that you've put on yourself, like you feel like you should be, you know, you're still struggling with this and you should be here and you just feel like a failure. I'm telling you what, today is your day to get free from all of that. You know, it was almost like when I stopped trying so hard and I just said, God, I just want to connect with you. You just tell me the next step to take and I'll take it. You know, I was wanting so much to get rid of my shame and rid of my insecurity that if there was a book called you know, get rid of insecurity, sign me up, right? And the problem is, 
right, that a lot of these books, they're wonderfully intended, but they often promise this instant fix that relies on your willpower to follow a specific formula. Are you tracking with me, right? And this often promotes legalism in our life and ultimately ends up leaving you frustrated, hopeless, and feeling like a failure. And you know something? It was changing my approach to Bible study, making room for the Holy Spirit to speak, letting go of timetables and expectations that I had on myself, and just taking the hand of Rabbi Jesus and saying, you know what? I'm not qualified to teach. I'm going to let you teach me. And a part of that process when we want to walk in this freedom is that it's not an instant fix. It's not one and done. It is daily dependence on God through discipleship that will bring lasting transformation. But the thing is, is that you and I are fascinated um, by the instant fix. We love the extreme Uh, makeover shows. We love the idea of here's my junk. You take it and make me amazing. But you know what? Life is messy and it takes time. And the reality is, is that when you look into the Bible, the Bible tells us that it's just not that way. Lois Treverberg, who's one of my favorite authors, she wrote um, many books, one of which is called Sitting at the Feet of Rabbi Jesus. And I'm going to read to you a quote from her book, and we'll also put the link to this book in the podcast description if you're interested in checking it out. But what I love about Lois's book, she is, she's very, um, studies so much about the culture, and the context back in biblical times. And she illustrates this for us, which can really enrich your time in God's word. But she talks about what discipleship uh, looked like and how it's not an instant fix. And it was so well said. I want to read this to you. As Christians, she says, We can become addicted to stories of miraculous change, believing that if God is listening to our prayers, every sinful urge we feel will be healed immediately. Anybody frustrated? Because maybe you still get that urge to be angry or the urge to hold a grudge or the urge to get worried and you're beating yourself up over it. Let me continue reading, and you're going to be blessed through this. All right, then she says, contrast this with the record of the, of the Gospels and think about how often the disciples messed up. Now, I don't know if you are, have watched the Chosen series. Um, you can, you can um, download it. I, I know on, it's on Amazon Prime, and then 
my husband gets it for us on on an app that he downloads. Maybe you know the app and you can put it in the in the comment section. But anyway, it kind of takes us into the discipleship's lives as as they interact with Jesus. And you do see that they are messy. They're not perfect. They're messy. And that is what Lois is saying. Lois goes on to say, while the gospels record many instances of Jesus instantly healing people's illnesses, we know of not even one instance in which he simply waved his hand to immediately fix an ugly habit for one of his disciples. Instead, he simply kept teaching and correcting them, giving them time to grow. Giving them what? Time. Giving them time to grow. God seems to work like this much of the time in our own lives. These are Lois's words I'm reading on. He lets our weaknesses and our difficulties drive us to himself, keeping us close. Miracles happen, but the inner transformation we so desperately desire can only be achieved over time. God seems to prefer it this way, perhaps, because he knows we can only become like him by maintaining a close connection. I hope that today is going to be a day where you take this pressure off of yourself for the instant fix and instead enter into this blessed, beautiful, messy, amazing, intimate walk where you take the hand of Jesus one day at a time, one step at a time, and day by day as you turn to him, see the change Grow Now, she said in that quote um, that change like this can only happen by that close connection. Think about that scripture, abide in me and you will bear fruit. It's not instant. It is that continual abiding. It's that discipleship uh, uh, relationship. And then in 2 Corinthians uh Verse 2 Corinthians um, chapter 3, verse 15. I'm sorry, I'm going to start with 17. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. And it's whenever we turn to God, that's where transformation happens. There's always, always discipleship. That is the key to this lasting um, transformation. And I believe that's one of the big reasons why Jesus told his disciples in Matthew 28, he said, therefore go and make what? Disciples of all nations, right? 
make disciples, those that would follow and be led by Jesus one day at a time, one step at a time. After deliverance, there's always dependence. There's always dependence. Now, you may be saying to yourself, well, Eileen, isn't there deliverance in the Bible? And doesn't the Bible talk about that? And the answer is yes. And can God do anything he wants to? The answer is yes. But even if God delivers you instantly from the fear, from the anxiety, from whatever it is, even if you get the victory, make no mistake about it, that after deliverance, there's always dependence. There's always dependence. Um, Nancy Alcorn, who is the founder of Mercy Multiplied, uh, which is an amazing ministry that takes in um, young girls that are struggling with life-controlling issues like uh, self-harm, cutting, um, suicide, uh, eating disorders, uh, drug addiction. She takes them in, and these girls' lives become transformed. And she's written a book called uh, The Keys to Freedom. And it's a great book where she teaches you the steps and the keys that she teaches uh, these girls that come inside of her home to find this freedom. And inside um, of this study, this is a great study. You can get it on the Mercy Multiplied website. She has this chapter. And this chapter is after the chapter about things like finding freedom and forgiveness and getting free from, um, you know, negative thoughts and all of those sorts of things. She has a chapter that's called Maintaining Lifelong Freedom. And there are four things she says that you need to stay in. And one of those things is to stay in the word. She says this, remember though, It's not simply the truth that sets you free. It's the truth you know that sets you free. There is no freedom apart from conforming your life to the word of God. Why? Because God's word is alive and active, sharper than a double-edged sword. And she's quoting Hebrew 4.12 there. It penetrates even to the dividing soul and spirit, joints, and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. In other words, the word of God powerfully works in us to sustain, sustain, sustain our freedom in Christ. It discerns and exposes lies so we can make decisions for our life. And so you have you have to stay in the word after deliverance. Even if God does deliver you, he will still make a way for you to continue to be dependent on him. After deliverance, there's always dependence. Um, Mary Magdalene in the Bible, the Bible tells us that she was delivered from demons in Luke chapter 8, verses 1 and 3. But you know what? After she was delivered from those demons, you know what she did? She walked with Jesus every day. She took care of his needs and she walked with Jesus every day. 
And not only was she walking with Jesus every day, she was also walking in fellowship with other women and the disciples. But can you, so she walked with Jesus every day. And so every day she would be um, with her rabbi Jesus and she would hear Jesus teaching to her and she would experience his love and she would also see him interact with people. And so even though Mary Magdalene was delivered she still continued to walk with Jesus every single day. You know, after the Israelites were delivered from Egypt, God took them through the wilderness, and he did that to grow them in daily dependence upon him. So they were delivered from Egypt, but you know what? God didn't want them going back to Egypt. He, and so he took them through the wilderness And the other reason why he took them through the wilderness was not only so they would not go back to Egypt, but also to prepare them for their promised land abundance. So the Bible says in Exodus 13, 7 and 18, when Pharaoh finally let the people go, God did not lead them along the main road that runs through Philistine territory, even though that was the shortest route to the promised land. God said, if the people are faced with the battle, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness towards the Red Sea. You know, God will often take us in a roundabout way before we get to our promised land, right? So that we learn that dependence upon him. And because if we said, and so because he doesn't want us going back to our areas of bondage, he doesn't want us going back, right? To, to our Egypt. When God delivered me from codependency, there was absolutely a wilderness season where I learned dependence upon him. And you know what was so amazing? Not that God broke me free from codependency, although I loved that. And initially, that was the chase. However, you know what I found? I found that being dependent on God is an absolute blast. I found that walking with God and just being head over heels, like in love with him, I want to be where you are today, God. I don't ever want to depend on another person or my circumstances because you are so good to me. Life with God is just so good. You can be in the middle of the desert. Have you ever been in that place? where you're stripped of everything and you find that God is your everything. And not only does that prevent us from getting back involved in unhealthy relationships again or going back to our old ways or running to people for comfort. I mean, that was me running to people for that affirmation of praise, running no longer do I know that I don't have to do that. I, I have found something even greater than inner healing, and that is intimacy with God. 
And here's why that is so beautiful, because you're going to get inside of the promised land. And the promised land is this place where you're free from that. You're not going back to your Egypt. You know, you've got the land flowing with milk and honey. So, you know, you don't need your Egypt, but you also maintain that dependency upon God so that you don't become proud, you know, like, right? Like it's the anxiety that led me to God. It was the crash that happened in my codependency that led me to God. You know, I was reading um, in the Bible, in the uh, tabernacle, they were um, for the lampstands in the tabernacle. They said, bring pure pressed uh, oil. And for the oil to be pure, it had to be pressed. And I thought about that. I said, you know, our past can now become a present gift when we realize it was the thing that pressed us into this deep relationship with God, where you just, you love him. You don't want another person's affirmation, you love him. And so when that happens, and the, then you get in your promised land, then things like people's affirmation or whatever it was that you were dependent on before, you're not dependent on that, right? It's, it's out of the overflow. And see, this is, this is what God said. It says this, uh, do not become proud at that time. It's talking about when you're inside of the promised land. Verse 15, do not, this is eight, Deuteronomy 8, 15. Do not forget that he led you through the great and terrifying wilderness with its poisonous snakes and scorpions, where it was so hot and dry, he gave you water from the rock. He fed you with manna in the wilderness of food unknown to your ancestors. He did this. Why? To humble you. And to test you. Why? For your own good. He did all of this so that you would never say to yourself, I've achieved this wealth with my own strength and energy. You know, I mean, imagine if we read like, you know, these Christian books and we followed this three-step formula. What would we might be tempted to say? I did it. I did it. Have you ever heard me when I've talked about my codependency inside of a podcast say I worked real hard? No, I was broken. I was with my face to the floor. I was crying out to God. I didn't do that. God God healed me completely and it was not an instant fix. In fact, there was a lot of pruning. There was some walking through the refiner's fire. There was there were places and times when uh, all I had was him. I felt like the Israelites inside of the wilderness when they're like, oh my gosh, we have no water, right? And that's how I felt. The acceptance was all dried up. I was on empty. But you know what? God in his love for me was pushing me to become dependent upon him. Have you read a book that gave you an instant fix and you bought into it and you've worked hard to try to achieve it, 
but it didn't happen. Did you buy the book on how to fix your marriage and your husband still walked out? And has the enemy convinced you that you have failed? You know, nothing can be further from the truth. After deliverance, there's always dependence. There's always dependence upon God. In this podcast series, I'm starting a new series today where I'm going to be giving you these multiple podcasts really on uh, what I believe is such an important message for us today. We're fascinated um, with the quick fix and we want it to happen now. But part of holding the hand with God our healer means that we partner with him for his process. And for some, you know, situations, it might be a long discipleship process. Other times it might be quicker, but today I want you to realize three things. Number one, you're doing just fine right where you are. Number two, remove all the standards that you've put on yourself to try to be a certain way and instead relax on the shoulders of your great shepherd and let him lead you every step of the way. You know, when a sheep was injured, the shepherd would wrap the sheep around uh, his um, around his neck. And, you know, Jesus carries us. And as we're close to the shepherd and, and we can hear his voice, um, we begin to, to follow him and, and to walk with him. And, you know, it's so important for us to grab hold of this truth. In fact, I'm going to be giving, um, this is the beginning of Uh, multiple messages in a podcast series that I'm going to be giving you um, about this topic of inner healing. And so today, I just pray that you take that pressure off yourself and instead let those areas of weakness push you to Jesus. Now, I want to invite you to continue to tune in. In our podcast next week, we're going to be talking about um, how we also love a formula to follow, and that's that's not the way of Jesus either, right? So we're going to talk about that, um, and then I'm going to be giving you um, the way that God does tell us inside of the Word that we can engage with God for that inner uh, transformation. You know, at Treasured Ministries, we believe that every woman can find wholeness and peace and freedom. And we believe that this happens through a deep, daily, directed walk with God. Inner healing is a beautiful lifetime walk with Jesus where you let go of perfection and pursue Jesus instead. And when you depend on God's power and direction, through an intimate relationship with Jesus, 
you shift your reliance from your grit to follow a list of rules to relying on God's grace. You don't need another quick fix. You don't need another regimen. You're doing just fine. Your Redeemer invites you to follow Him and find abundant life. So that's all for today, but we've got lots more truth coming your way. So make sure that you tune in to next week to our podcast. And if you have any questions along this journey, pop on over to our website and go to the contact us and send me an email because I'd love to answer your questions. Remember today and always, you are on your way and you're right where you need to be. And God, your Abba Father, is right there, ready to lead you on and cheer you on every step of the way. Have an amazing week, and I'll talk to you next week for part two of this series. Bye-bye.